Welcome back to the PG D&D Podcast. Welcome back to PG d and I'm your host and Dungeon Master Jefferson, joined by Zane, I play Theseus. Matt, I play Adelphos. Tyson, I play Alondros. Shay, I play Thalassa. Connor, I play Vedius. And let's start off by recapping last time. Last week was pretty straightforward. After talking with Alondros' mother in the morning, you experienced a small earthquake. Puzzled at its origins, you walked to the shipyards without Theseus and purchased a sailing ship and crew for your impending adventure to find Apollonia. Theseus then met up with you on your way to go buy magical items. After having a set of dreams where it was revealed to him several different items to acquire to become the champion of Mojus. You guys traveled then to Magnus's Magical Miscellany, a wondrous store that had various magical items which you purchased. Each person purchasing different items uh, for different reasons and leaving with your new treasures. It was about the afternoon when you left and you decided you would head to the small city of Glossian, about a half day's journey away, in order to gain more information of Apollonia or possibly this mystery goddess before setting out on your journey. And that's where we left off. You have just passed the small crypts where you had been the day or two prior and are now heading in the direction of Glossian. It will be about four or five hours walking. You'll get there about when the sun is going down. Um, at some point during our walk, I kind of want to get Thalassa's attention and pull her off to the side. Do you have a, do you have a moment? I, I uh, got you something. I know that we've been in some circumstances recently um, that were quite dangerous and precarious, and I just don't want you to get caught in a situation alone. So I'm going to hand you a bag, and inside of the bag are a bunch of fuzzy balls. And um, I explain to you that when you take one of them out, and throw it that it will summon a different creature based on what color the orb is. Ooh. And you can use it, you can summon three t- animals per day, and then at the next dawn of the next day, you get three more. Well, that's interesting. I love animals. So, mechanically, it is the bag of tricks. Yep. So. If you want to take a picture of that item, yeah, I'll pull it so that you know you have it. What Very colors do you see? So we will not do this in this moment, but at some point we will roll a d8 four times for the tan bag of tricks, okay. and those will be the four animals in the bag, and then I will compile a list of four other aquatic animals. Okay. That will be cool. part of it. Like a dolphin or shark. Or a giant alligator. Or a kraken. Alright, you now have a bag of tricks. And my character, oh thank you, and gave them a hug and then just kind of walked away. As you walk along, you begin to get hungry around dinner time, and in your packs you have various foods and things that you can snack on. Adelphos, as you open your pack to pull out some food to eat, you see inside a black rose. I like silently scream in my head and I'm like, why? I just look past it and I just get some food. Okay. Like it's just normal part now. Alright, you ignore it. It's still in your pack and you pull the food out. Eat it. Um, I like to walk over to Alejandro's and okay. I like scoot over it. Um what is reading? Like I know it's understanding things on paper, but I just I don't know if I get the concept of language and reading and stuff. Well, just like one would communicate like we are now speaking, um, there are ways of taking the the spoken word and writing it down and for others to see. And I go on about talking about books and how 
they are mass communication, you know, mm-hmm. that like it's kind of a big deal uh, in this day and age to to spread the word out quickly. And so I just mm-hmm. kind of talk about that and how letters make up words and words make up sentences and sentences make up paragraphs and paragraphs make up books and books make up libraries and and libraries hold <laughs> the libraries hold the secrets of the world. <laughs> um, my mother didn't really tell me about that. I mean, I heard what books were, but I just didn't understand it. And the only types of communication I knew was talking and then stabbing people. So I mean, but most people see that second one as a threat. But well, if you if you don't mind, I I don't believe I've ever heard. But what whatever happened to your mother? She got sick, and she passed when I was about nine, maybe ten. Rena didn't keep track, really, I, so it was quite some time ago. And just, I was raised by guards, I was raised by other gladiators, just, it's all I've ever known. Joined the army when I was about the age, after I did won the games, or participated in the games, no, I didn't win them. Well, I was, I joined it was more of a they conscripted me but I, I like the army it was i have more people than like people i could meet like you guys you guys are my family i never knew how to truly love people i love you guys there's even inspiration man yeah that was good that's cool mm-hmm. you get an inspiration yeah adelphos but yes my mother she passed some years ago well i'm i'm sorry to hear that but I'm glad that you've found your place in the world and something that you enjoy doing. And we, although are odd, seem to be creating a good, as you say, family of essence. So, mm-hmm. Yes, and I apologize for your father, but I'm glad that we like to have, that we have you too, Landros. But should we get up and go to the library? And as you walk sort of the rest of the way in silence, you see the sun setting to the west, which is to the left of you as you head north, uh, over a beautiful glistening ocean. Adelphos, this is the prettiest thing you've ever seen, is this big orange sun casting vibrant pink and purple all over the water and the skies. The oh, air is... I, I definitely cry. <laughs> What'd you roll? <laughs> this was going to be... This number was bigger. It was mm-hmm. a twenty and a one. I definitely cry. Okay, Adelphus, you start crying as you as you see the yeah, a like beautiful, beautiful scene. Um, and for all of you, it is it is beautiful. The countryside here is very green, not like trees green, but very grassy, flowery green, with this blue ocean with pink rays on it. And as you walk, you can see as it gets dimmer and dimmer. Along the coast, not too far ahead of from where you are, the lights of a small town. And as you see from the distance, and, and you, Thalassa, and Vidius, with your dark vision, can see a little bit better now. There is, it's a small town with a very large building in the middle. Um, the building doesn't look like a palace or anything. It looks more practical in its form, but it towers over all the rest and is the only building of its size. The rest of the buildings are small houses around. You can tell that this is a very, very small town. No more than a couple hundred people, probably. And as you continue to walk, this building gets bigger and bigger as you get closer and then very much looms over you as you enter the city, which does have walls around it. Um, The gates are open now, but you can see that the guards are sort of preparing for the night to shut the gates and and prepare for, for nighttime. And as you enter, you do see this center of the town, this huge building. It's got a domed roof on top of beautiful blue and then blue and white columns coming down on each sides. So essentially it's got, it's square-ish. It's a square, but each side it has like a protruding roof that has columns up to it. And then the top is just a blue dome. And you can assume that that is the library. Is this your so-called house of knowledge? Yes, this this is the library. You would know, Alondras, that it is, it's closed at night, but... Anybody can go in it during the day. Like, you don't have to make any special arrangements or anything. You just need to find a place to stay tonight, and then you're good. I'm not as familiar with this city, but I do hope that they have a decent inn. Yes, I could use a night's rest. 
So as you kind of wander about the small town, it's not hard to find an inn. And there is the uh, the second largest building in this town is actually the inn because a lot of people travel from many places to come here to the library. And as you enter in, it is a nice building, not quite as nice as the inns that you had uh, stayed in. Well, it's nicer than the inn at the wharf that you guys had set up your trap in, but definitely not as nice as like the high-end bathhouse or a wine house in Melitus. But it's right, that's decent. And you see there's a woman um, in a beautiful toga. She's a little bit older, maybe mid-40s, <laughs> attending to uh, the counter there. Um, I would just go up and just start a lot of drinks. Okay. For myself. <laughs> for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Not for, you come back with like a whole tray, you're like, all right. Literally me. just set it down in front of myself. Okay, and... she says, oh, yes, uh, that will be two silvers a drink. I lay down the gold. Wonderful. And just tell her to keep them coming. Absolutely. Hello, wanderers. Welcome. Um, I'll just take one few drinks, just one. Okay. Save. We have food as well, if you are hungry and rooms to spare. What kind of food do you have? Well, <laughs> we have fish, bread, cheeses, and grapes. Cheese. Wonderful. Cheese I it is. I love cheese. Great. Question. <laughs> what were, like, rations for gladiators? We eat, like, in the army and in gladiatorial games. Or, like, as a gladiator. Moldy bread. Stinky cheese, maybe some spoiled fruit for both the army and the gladiators. Because <laughs> okay. the army that you were part of were the, the slave gladiator army. Yeah, yeah. The draftees. Slave Correct. Okay. How much is fish? Fish? Ah, it's depends on how much you want. The hmm. uh, serving size of my stature. Well, five copper for a plate. I just give her a gold on it, say, just keep the change. Wow. Thank you. You are so generous. What brings you to this small town? I want the rest of my gold and drink. What brought you to the to the small town? I'm just trying to make sure everybody knows that I'm already trashed. Yep. <laughs> well, we're, we're here for the library. Ah, of course you are. Why did I even bother asking? Everybody here is, but I don't complain. Gives me good business. I would imagine so. My name is Debella. This is my inn. Well, Debella, do you have any rooms? Uh, yes, we do. We have a few vacant ones. Um, they are five silver a night. They have two beds in each, but I, I do rent them out individually if you wish. Let's get three rooms and, and we'll just get meals for everyone. I'll, I'll take it. Okay, <clears throat> wonderful. I'll give her like whatever it is, five, yeah. five gold. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, five gold will cover everything. My fish now. Yeah, roll me, roll me a dice. Roll me see how good this fish tastes. Constitution saving throw. Um, why not? Roll me with advantage. Advantage dice. <gasps> Adelphos, this fish nice. you have never really seen a cooked fish before, and at first you're unsure because the, it's it's half of the fish, which includes the head, um, and it is uh, a silvered. Silvery colored fish. Um, it's it's cut in half, so you don't have to eat the scales, right? You don't have to work through that. Mm. Of course, it's deboned, and it comes out hot with a roll next to it. The roll is warm as well, not moldy. Mm. And on your plate, there's some fruit there, a little bit of grapes, a little bit of cheese. You take a bite of the fish, and it is the most delicious thing you have ever tasted in your life. The flavor. Goes in through your nose, and the heat and texture as as you swallow, it's just, it's delicious. It's the greatest thing you've ever had. Ooh. Do you get a fish for Orpheus? Sure. Sweet. Nah, yeah, I'll give him You're a fish. You're a fish. fish. As she gives you the fish, she then realizes that there is a displacer beast in her establishment. She goes, oh, oh, God's above. Oh, oh ma'am, it's okay. Oh, bless Safar, so bless me. Okay. He's very well trained. I... Orpheus? And I hold out a piece of cheese, and I say, sit. Roll an animal handling. <laughs> <laughs> Not with a bed, it's just straight. Do it. But what's your animal handling? Uh, probably garbage. Probably <laughs> might as well. Yeah, something. probably. Like my religion. <laughs> uh, zero. So it just goes right, right, right off the dice. I got five. Two um, rolled single digits all night. You see Orpheus just stares at you, and you can tell in his stare that he knows what you want, and it's 
actively choosing not to do it. Can I retry if I grab another larger piece of cheese? Or a piece of the fish. Yeah, or a piece or of the fish. Yeah, 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 fish yeah. would be better than cheese. Probably. So yeah, yeah, I'll use the fish. You say, you say, sit as you hold up the cheese. Nothing happens. And she goes, ah! And then you say, wait, wait, wait. And you pull up the fish. Roll again. Not with advantage. Just regular. Just regular. That's, That's one a, better. It's, it's a six. <laughs> you see Orpheus just jumps to grab the fish out of your hand with his mouth. Let me try. to bite the fish away. So roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh, great. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. What'd you roll? A four. Okay, he rolled Wait. a seven. Plus my dexterity. Six. Yeah, he rolled a 17 plus two. So he rolled 19. So with lightning fast reflexes, and maybe it's because you can't really tell because he's sort of got that blur on him, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so you're not quite sure exactly where he is. He grabs the fish out of your hand, and it nips you a little bit. Take one point of damage. Gosh, dang it. Here, let me try. I want to get a piece of fish, and I want to go, Orpheus, listen to me. Can you sit for me? Roll <laughs> roll animal handling with disadvantage. With disadvantage? Yep. Hey, Orpheus. Fine. I got seven. Yeah, so you see Orpheus pays no attention to you and just continues to eat this piece of fish that he snatched out of Theseus' hands. And she, shocked at this, says, well, uh, he appears to be rather docile. Um, yeah, he didn't take my hand that time. You will just be liable for any damages he causes to the establishment. Shall we agree to that? Absolutely, I have great insurance. Okay. Okay. Then you all enjoy a meal. And after you enjoy your meal, um, you go to your various rooms. You got three rooms. How are you going to stack them? I honestly don't even try to make it back to the room. I'm just... <laughs> I'll take, I'll take him back to my okay. wherever. You help yeah. your friend Vidius back to a room with you. I guess I'll just stay with him. Yep, you bunk in with uh, Theseus. And you can get your own Thalassa room. Thalassa has her own room. That's right. And you sleep. Dang it, I was going to do something. What were you going to do? No, you can't. I was going to pray. Okay. What does that prayer look like? Um, um I was just going to like kneel by my mm-hmm. bed and just be like, Heroes, like, when... Like, is this to p- the place to stay? Because my character is looking for, like, a place to settle. Um, like, more than anything. And, like, just to help me find, like, my family and, like, where I come from. Just let me know. Amen. Okay. Roll a religion check with advantage. It's based on what you've told me about your character, it's a good prayer. That's 13. You wait in the silence, and in the silence you can hear in the background Orpheus purring at the foot of Theseus' bed. And maybe it's that distraction, you're not sure, but it doesn't feel right. Mm. You get a piety point. I'm gonna just kind of play with the items that I got and okay. just try to figure I, them out. And as to him. he's like passed out, I'm gonna just kind of play my music. And okay, yeah. So you tune yourself to the items, tune your items to your new lute and your uh, drum that you got a drum of rhythm. Yes. And uh, you too. Do it. Orpheus loves you. <laughs> do you do anything in particular before you go to bed? Um, no, I'll just, I'll just go straight to sleep. Okay. You doff your armor, climb in bed, Orpheus jumps on, on bed with you. Do you guys do anything in particular before you go to sleep? I, w- I would play with my items a little bit more. Sweet. Too. So any items, essentially, any items that you got, you needed tuning, now is the time to tune to them, including your helm, things like that. Mm, he's yeah. passed out. He ain't got no tuning to do. Yeah. He also doesn't have anything yeah, he needs to do. Yeah, I don't think he needs Other than his hat of disguise. <laughs> you wake up the next morning, and as you do, the, uh, the inn is much emptier than it was. And you, as you look out the window to the large library, you see swaths of people lined up at its doors, waiting entrance. The library hasn't opened yet. It's almost like a theme park as they're standing in line waiting to get there. It's like the line to Comic-Con. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? I'm going to actually go to um, Theseus okay. and say, I was thinking about it last night, and maybe we can find a book on training animals of sort or something that will help us with with Orpheus. That is a fantastic idea. Obviously, last night display of obedience didn't go as well planned. And I kind of overhear them like 
Guys, you do know I can speak with animals, right? You look over at Orpheus and he's got one of his legs up and he's looking. <laughs> you would like to speak to him? <laughs> no, I'm just um, I can assist. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure that that was one of your abilities. That's amazing. That's Why didn't you tell us now? It's been known. Hmm. If you but look... Hmm. And you never talk to an animal while they... Um, yeah, but yes, let's that go. Way. I'm, tell him if you better behave. That would be really cool. If... You should. You should. Yeah, you should. You should train him. Give him a real talking to for me. Do you like speak in meows, or do you like say words and he suddenly understands? I think they can understand, like very. <clears throat> it it depends on their knowledge themselves because no, it's so young ah. it doesn't I don't know if you would be able to understand very like basic terms right right but it's depending on the animal's knowledge how much I can talk to them so I am going to look for books on the goddess okay yeah the goddess oh, what's your name um Clothis. and things pertaining to her okay. things like the isle of Skies. Skies and the hair and just, you know, things of okay. that nature. I, I I walk up to Alondros and I say, um, can you check out a book for me that I want to read? Um, nice places to live. Just a little side thing I want to do in a few years. Sure, I'll, I'll see what I can find. Ah, thank you. Are you two in, in search of any particular knowledge? I'd be looking up, like, boat stuff. Okay. Stuff about boats. Oh, and also I'm, a book about I've never really gladiators. Too many boats. Yeah, that would be much appreciated. I, swim. I don't think Vedius is very interested in... Zane, are you looking for anything in particular? Um, this library. Absolutely. I would also like to... I would like to go with uh, Alondros and and find more out about Clothis. Oh, I absolutely am. Trust me. Oh, he didn't. He just didn't want to say it. Sweet. As you wait in line, I just, I just also I don't want to be gone to like miss it. I'd like to learn more. As you wait in line, the doors eventually open and people begin to pour in. And as you see, there are several bookkeepers here. It's not just one librarian. And you see that they are dressed in blue and white robes, and they have gold rope tassels around their waist, and they have the symbol of Ifara on these robes, as if almost like monks here. And you see each group and each person is sort of greeted by a, uh, a keeper, and then is taken to somewhere in the library where they can then read. And as you enter, you see an uh, older woman approach you, and she says, Hello, and welcome to the library at Galassian, the most comprehensive library that we know of. What knowledge do you search for today? I can't read. Just, well, um, but I'm learning. Good for you. No, I'm learning. I'm good learning. for you. It looks at everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> what knowledge do you search no, for today? I was. Mm. Could could I get some books about about ancient gods and maybe um, lost islands and and things of the sort? And and could we get like an atlas or something or a map for the boy? As yes. I gesture to him. Absolutely. Maybe a book on how to read. That could be helpful. <laughs> I believe that we have some alphabet structure scrolls that could be of assistance. Now, of course, here at the library, you're not allowed to take any material with you. It is simply to study, to learn, and then to leave. We want to keep our knowledge focused here. Though we are open to anybody, items cannot be checked out, so to speak. Those are very different things that you requested, so where would you like to start? Would you like to start with the islands of the sea? Would you like to start with the, the, the gods and the pantheon? Let's start with the, the gods. All right. Then you see, she says, follow me. <clears throat> and as you walk down this beautiful, beautiful library, it has dark blue and white tiled floors and you see there are shelves floor to ceiling stacked with books and scrolls and papers more than you have ever seen in your life the ceilings are 
50 feet tall. And there's hundreds of shelves with thousands of books. And then you see she leads you to the center where there is a staircase leading upwards to the second level or the area where the dome is. And as you ascend, it gets brighter and brighter until finally you're inside this large blue dome, which now you see is actually translucent blue glass. And sort of gives this bluish sheen to this entire room. And you see that there are 15 shelves, very large, again, like before. And you see on each shelf, there's a symbol. And you would recognize many of these symbols. There's a shelf up here with a symbol of Mojis, a shelf with the symbol of Afara, a shelf with the symbol of Thassa, a shelf with the symbol of Phanax, a shelf with the symbol of Iroas, a shelf with the symbol of Perforus, Therica, Nylia, Karametra, um, Erebos, Athreos, Karanos, Helioid, Crufix, and there is a 15th bookshelf that is crumpled, burned, blackened. As we kind of look at these symbols, I, I would kind of assume that we would at least be semi-familiar with them. Oh, yeah. You recognize pretty much all of them. Okay. Who... What is the, the the burned one? Ah, as I gesture to the yes, and she takes you over to this heap of ash, monumental actually in its size. The large wooden shelves burned to charcoal, the papers and books and things, but ash. And she says, "Well, this happened before my time here at the library, but the story goes that somebody." broke in and burned this section. We thought it strange. We, there are many enemies of knowledge, and many have tried to destroy this library. There's never been such a targeted attack before. I think this belonged to goddess. Clo... Clothis? Yes, yes. But some say that nobody broke in and that it burned itself because the goddess no longer existed. Either way, and regrettably, this knowledge is lost forever. Could I maybe go search the rubble? Yeah, if you want to. Only investigation check. Can I uh, give him the help action and, and mm-hmm. help him look through everything? Yep. So we're all with advantage. Oh, yeah. Fourteen. And this is thoroughly destroyed. I mean, there is there was no... I mean, and this is old, too. I mean, if it was burned, you know, yeah, 70 years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not much left in it. Well, as I look at these guys, do any of you have any other matters to search for up in this room, or are there other do you mind rooms? if we move move on? So, so this is a room with with like this, is like the, 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 the god room. Yeah, like, you uh, all the information on the gods are here. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd like to go through the the the, the bookshelf of Mojis. All right. And see what Roll me investigation check. What do you get advantage? Because if you remembered where it was in the dream. Because you're shown where it is in the dream, you do get advantage. Thank you, Matheson. You're welcome. Good, because I got a zero. Oh, oh my god. That one, minus one. <laughs> you should roll with a different dice or something. You roll again. over here on this, this bench if you want me to help you. No. As everybody's kind of gathered around this uh, burned out area and sort of discussing what to look for next, you kind of peel away by yourself. And as you follow the premonition of your dream, you recognize the shelf that the book was on. Mm-hmm. As far as like the large shelf, and you see that the shelf with the with the symbol of Mojus on it, <clears throat> which is a hold on. No, <laughs> so it is. It's it's the symbol of a it's a Minotaur's head, but instead of just the horn, it's like a Minotaur's head with the ring, and instead of just the two horns out top, there's actually two horns coming down from the bottom too. That's mm-hmm. sick. And at first, you begin to search. And you carefully look at each shelf on this large bookshelf. And after looking on either side several times, you begin to give up a little bit. Until as you're walking away, you see it out of the corner of your eye. A single black bound book. I'd like to go over and then slide it out of the shelf. You're possessed, but no, just <laughs> You pull it out. Um, it is not very thick and appears, the parchment side appears faded. I'd like to open it. You open it, and it is blank. You open it... I ruffle through the pages. As you ruffle through the pages, out falls and hits the ground, clinking a black iron key. Look around, make sure no one's watching me. Quickly grab it and stick it in my pocket. All right. Make a sleight of hand check with advantage. 
14. Wait, what did you say? Perception? Side of hand. Oh, side of hand. And you get advantage. Just 16. And you get advantage. Cool, 16. Yeah. You're able to slip it in your pocket, nobody notices. And just as you're putting that book back, you see the uh, assistant that has been helping you kind of turns the corner and says, Oh, I thought we had lost somebody. There you are. Ah, yeah, just uh, doing some studying up. On Mojis. Yeah. An interesting individual to study on. She kind of gives just you browsing. a side eye. Just looking. For kicks. Well, though knowledge is powerful, it can also be dangerous. Mm. Be wary who you look into. Thank you. And then I would probably go over and ask the lady, might you have any books on different types of merchant guilds or anything like that? Ah, uh, yes. I believe so. Can you show me that way? Yes. This is downstairs. Is everyone alright following me still? You must be accompanied by an attendant. Sure. Yes. Wonderful. She leads you back downstairs. And she goes to a large shelf, sort of in a section, not unlike many other shelves. And she says, this entire shelf has most everything to do with trade and Theros. It's filled mostly with charters and treaties and trade agreements between countries over the years. Plus also some paperwork on merchant guilds. Thank you. And I would just like to like kind of look through it for um, my father's name. Okay. Remind me of your father's name? I can't remember right now. <laughs> Do you have it on your phone? I, I, oh, I might actually. Because I can't look it up on mine. Um, do you have any books on gladiatorial things? <sighs> yes. If you have one of your companions read it for you? Um, I would like to learn. But yes. I like you for your pursuit of knowledge. Unfortunately, you cannot learn how to read in but a day. That's me as a DM telling you, you're not going to learn to read in this library today. Oh. It will take... Several episodes. His name is Neris Okeanos. Okeanos. Just, just don't leave it. It's water under the bridge by now. It's depressive, sad, unfortunate. Water under the bridge. I'd go just take a random book off of the shelf. And you do? It yeah. And hand it to him? Yeah. Okay. There's... Start looking at some of the letters and stuff. You I know how to I spell just shoot the lady a look and say, "You have to start learning somewhere." You're right. You pull off a you pull a book. It is the practical application of surveying, <laughs> and it talks about surveying land mm-hmm. for maps. It doesn't have any maps in there. It just talks about like <laughs> surveying. Kind of yeah, you wandered anyway. exactly. Okay. Roll me an intelligence check. Intelligence saving throw, actually. 14. Okay. You successfully recognize the letters that do make up your name. Nice. You see lots of A's. You see lots of L's. Lots of D's. Lots of E's. Lots of P's and H's. O's and S's. Unfortunately, none of them are comprised in a way that you could read what they say. You recognize their shape. You recognize where they are in the sentence structure. Mm-hmm. That's about the extent of it. I close the book and I say, I still can't read, but it's a, it's a start. And as you do that, Falasa, you, you spend quite a bit of time sort of thumbing through different manuscripts and books, opening different uh, scrolls and treatises, and just about the time you're about to give up, roll me investigation check. Eighteen. Mm. You find the manifest of a ship. A ship called the Dawnbreaker. It was an exploration vessel chartered in Melitus and crewed primarily of Tritons, who knew the ocean very well. Its objective was to find Atlantis. Sorry, it find Atlantis, not Atlantis. Basically the same thing. And on the ship's manifest, listing the names, you find your father's name. And I just immediately start to cry. You see as she's reading this paper, she just bursts into tears. 
Oh, also, with this manifest, there is a record that the ship never returned. And it was considered lost at sea. It's been gone Oops. for about... can make you do that. They can make you cry. <laughs> Especially when you don't understand them. <laughs> be quiet. Alright. Anyway, I'm just bawling at this book. This scroll. And I just can't talk. I don't know who's closest to me. I'm always pretty close Betty to is, you. So I just grab him and hug him so I can just cry on someone's shoulder. I don't think I would say anything. I don't think I could find the words to say something. So I'm just going to awkwardly pat her on the back. Um, and while you're there, she brings over a map of Theros to give to you to look at. Um, an atlas, so to speak. And she says, uh, anything else? Yes, I would, uh, do you have any books on animal, you know, teaching animals? Ah, we have a section on animals, yes. Are we finished here in the trade, in the good section? I kind of, like, compose myself and still kind of link an arm with Vidius because I just don't want to be alone. And we can walk. I'm going to steal that book. The one that she has manifest? Okay. With her on your arm? Um, I think I would maybe try and play it off like I'm putting it back. Like, gotcha. Like, here, let, right. me, I like that. let me help you put this back and then just Sweet. slip Real that card. Roll me a slot of hand. I'm taking my book. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't. Oh, my gosh. Eight. Three. <laughs> yeah. Rolling that one. No, I rolled a two. You see, as you begin to do that, the attendant goes, Excuse me, theft is not accepted here. If you attempt that again, you all will be kicked out. Knowledge here is free, and free to all. It cannot be obtained by any one individual. If you take that from here, someone in the future might lack from that knowledge. And then she walks off. She makes sure you put the book, put the book back. And walks off briskly with you guys. So she leads you over to the animal section, and she you acquire some some material on how to train nice, animals. Nice. Um, any 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 little tricks that I can mind tricks I can use on Orpheus to get him to obey me. Teach so my, teach my shit. obviously, it basically says that there are many different animals you can train, including dolphins, birds, dogs, horses, even some cattle. And now there are some more magical creatures. And then there's a footnote in there that basically says, if you're trying to train cats, forget about it. I'll just grab whatever trick it says in the dog section and figure out if it works or not. So in the dog section, it says um, dogs value praise and reward. If you can couple those together in teaching a trick, they will often do it. It's worth a shot. You have advantage on your next attempt at an animal handling. <laughs> nice! Actually, you have indefinite advantage for now. Okay. That might work. Just Where? on Orpheus? Just on Orpheus. Not other animals. Literally just on Orpheus. Okay. So she looks at you, Alondros, and she says, You're requesting information on Isles of the Sea. Is that right? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Follow me. And she leads you to another section. Um, and there are countless books. And she says, is there anything in particular you'd like to know? Um, would you know anything on lost islands or maybe even islands of great power? Perchance an island of the sky? She crinkles her brow and she says, I think I have what you were looking for. She pulls down a large manuscript, loose pages tied together with strings. Not quite a book, but not quite a scroll. And on the front, it says, A Comprehensive Guide to the Siren Sea. And then below it, it says, As Far as We Can Know It. And there's no author. But the date, you say that there was a date you guys have. Hmm. Essentially, the world had a couple of different ages. There was the pre-age, then there was the age of the Archons, and then you are now in the current age, the modern age, the post-Archon age. The age of the gods, essentially. The gods have existed in all of it. But as you can see, this is early on in the Age of the Gods, shortly after the Age of the Archons, which was a, a while ago. A while ago. Several hundred years. Roll me an investigation check with advantage. 
Fifteen. As you begin to read this manuscript, it appears that this was written by an explorer, someone who went and sailed the seas a long time ago. And it talks about several different islands. Many, actually. It talks about an island in the Siren Sea that is inhabited by Cyclopses. But that, even though they lost their crew to the Cy- many of the crew to the Cyclopses, they were able to obtain the fleece of mixed-born rams. And each fleece gave different properties. Some gave bonus to armor class, and others had other magical properties. It talks about an island inhabited by three hags that shared a single tongue and would prophesy the future. It talks about another island that, when they reached it, moved hundreds of miles the next day. They reached it, made camp. And then the island had moved hundreds of miles. They could tell by the stars that the island had moved. Um, And they weren't sure how that happened. They found another island filled with what could only be described as monstrous beasts never before seen by the eyes of man, satyr, centaur, minotaur, or triton kind. And then it talks about an island that they thought only existed in myth. It was called originally the Isle of Deus, D-E-U-S. And there was an archon that resided there. Before the archons fell, he was a champion of Mojus. But because of this, when the archons fell, the rest of the gods cursed him. This person never reached that island, or at least set foot on it, but they said they thought they saw it in the eye of a storm, and that they believed only those who are lost can find the storm, and therefore the island in the middle of it. And this island, they described as an isle of skies. That when they looked into the eye of the storm, it appeared as though the island was floating in the skies. And then they also continue about how there's two other locations they went to. One was the Strand of Hair in the ocean, Mm -hmm. which repeated again, like the piece of parchment you found, was, they believed, a strand of cloth is his hair, which foresaw the future when they touched it. And the second place they went to was Crufix's Tree, an island at the edge of the world, just before Nyx begins, where a large two-trunked tree, which symbolizes the tree of the world, grows. And that while they were there, they spoke to Crufix himself, saw his treasures locked away, and then sailed home. Who is Krufix? Do it would we know? Yeah, he's he's a god of the pantheon. He is essentially the god of space and time. That's cool. Yep. And the lore that you know is he plays he's a he's a true neutral god that essentially sides with no one and tries to keep the other gods from killing each other. Because if they did that the world would basically end. And so like he He's the peacemaker. He's a peacemaker. I'm also, um, as I'm reading this, taking notes on a piece of paper. With I just would turn to Colossa and just ask her, hey, you're, you're okay, right? I will. If there's anything I can do, please let me know. And I just, like, squeeze you a little bit, and then I just walk. By myself, as I'm like feeling a little better after reading the animal books a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would let her wander, but I just keep an eye on her. Yeah, kind of. Thaddeus is feeling like snap back into reality. Like, oh, okay, that's that's why I'm still here alive. So, anything else? Any other knowledge you'd like to obtain from this library? Nope. I do believe that that was it. Thank you for your time, and may Afar bless you. May Afar bless you. This took much of the morning. It's actually almost late in the afternoon. I kind of forgot about food and things like that. You were so enthralled and receiving all this different knowledge. Head back to the inn. As you enter, the innkeeper says, Well, did you enjoy your visit to the library? Yes, we... Yes. We've got what we came for, I do believe. Good. A headache. A, he- a headache, but not often a 
response I get from weary travelers. Well, some are not as inclined to study and more inclined to to train. And what is that supposed to mean? Well, as I kind of slap your, uh, like, the back of your arm, which is probably very large, it, uh, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. Your muscles are making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to say you're too large. <laughs> well, each individual has their preferences, I suppose, as far as knowledge and training. But I'm glad that you mm-hmm. found what you were looking for. Thank you. Maybe get some food? Absolutely. And mm. she'd prepare some food for you. Okay. I'll just give her five more gold. Sweet. Or whatever it would be for food. Yeah. It's five gold. I mean, that's more than five gold. Try. I'll give her four your gold because it makes it an even zero. Oh, nice. Perfect. So hopefully that's You're going to try your new trick on Orpheus? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, man, not right now. You eat. Essentially, I'm allowing this time for you guys to discuss things that might have been learned. At the library. Yeah, I would, uh, since we're all kind of gathered here, I would pull the key out of my pocket and say, look what I found in the library and hold it up. What's, what's, Isn't it cool? What is what's it? it for? <laughs> wow. I, uh, one, wonderful. You have a divine we sense, have a right? Yeah. Yeah. This key is bad news. You pull this key out, and it's like hiding <laughs> off some yeah. serious evil vibes. I don't I know what it's for, but slide back from the table, push my chair back from the table, put it away. It's just a just a key, but and you see engraved on the key is the symbol of Moses on the part where you turn it. Ah, it's like the little key part. That the little key part looks like the Minotaur. Yeah. Yep, like the so that like unlocks yes. the yeah. thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's what he was. Just yeah, saying. he totally had that foot. Then I would just talk to Adelphos and I would okay. say, "See, Moses isn't that bad. I get gave me some cool stuff, man, to help us on our trip. As long as it doesn't kill me, I'm sure." Yeah. <laughs> I go up and go to my room. All right. So um, Adelphos leaves, and the the key is is it's not a small key. It's it's pretty big. It's about four or five inches long, and it has some heft. It appears to be made of iron, but the iron appears to be a crimson red stained iron, as if soaked in blood. Oh. Where'd you find it? I just found it in a book. Why'd you take it? Because it was cool. I mean, it's probably not a coincidence. What if I find something, and it unlocks it? There's, there's a sense of evil. Which I gather you might like. I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. I feel drawn to it. It's interesting. As one would inter- to evil things if being persuaded by evil. The only person that persuades myself is myself. It can't be all that bad. I guess we'll find out. Just do not put it. Do not put it by me. Okay. Heard loud and clear. I respect your wishes. I cannot help but be curious. I know, right? I know. I hate that I'm curious. It's interesting that they would ask me why I would want to steal it, considering you got caught stealing things. Just having a rough go. (laughs) (laughs) They told me not to steal, and it immediately made me want to take stuff. I know. I just wanted to start throwing books in my bag in front (laughs) of her and just run off. Uh, Well, probably best to not... Tell everybody that you got that. Oh, getting of course. A, getting a key with the symbol of a god on it does not strike me as an everyday occurrence. Not, not a only a god, I... but a evil sword. Come on, he's not evil. What good has he done? He has his place, like all other gods. I guess you would be correct. I mean, sure, it may be a bit... Maybe he's a bit taboo, but... I mean, doesn't war have its place in all cultures? I mean, without war, civilizations can't be built. Empires. I respect you on your views as you respect me on mine. Absolutely. I appreciate that. All I'm trying to say is, not all that evil, just another god. Would you mind if I studied this key for a moment? Sure. Or ten minutes? 
Or came into the world. <laughs> Maybe Identified. I can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the is mine. Do you, if you hand it to him, I'll excuse myself and go through. All right. Lhasa leaves. Before you leave Lhasa, you get a item. Nice. Yeah, sweet. You so, cast just, oh yeah, I'm going to cast Identify. All on. right. Read me what, exa- what exactly it does. I know I know, I know the gist of it, but... Yeah. Um, you choose what? an object that you touch. Um, you, um, if it is a magic item or some other magic-imbued object, you learn its, per- its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement... Oh to use, and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by the spell, you learn which spell created it. Um, if you instead touch a creature without care, you learn... Okay, yeah. So what did you what did you find? What does it do? Does it unlock the mysteries of war? Well, I found that this... This key was was both created and imbued with the ability of unlocking and um, binding things of sorts. Binding things. Um, it does require a certain person to um, link with the object or to find um companionship almost attunement with this with this particular item oh, I see but that person must be more how does one put this um, neutral standing or one who leans more towards the evil of things evil um, as far as their self goes alignment um, and they must be a follower of obviously Mojus who this key probably belongs to, and it also is designed to open a specific container of sorts, but I'm, I'm unsure of what that container is. Hmm. But whatever this key is, it definitely is of great power and honestly has the loss of set of, of evil creation, at least. Interesting. And that, then I hand the key back to, to Theseus. So the idea behind the knock spell... And it essentially, this was imbued with a knock spell, but it was imbued in a way that it can only open a specific container, mm. and it is used to close a specific container. Does that make sense? Okay. And that key is the only object or the only thing able to open that container. Okay. That's with where the knock spell comes in. Okay. It's just the way this, the way identify is explained. I think it was cool to tie in the knock spell. The knock spell. Yeah. <sighs> so essentially, the key was created to open a specific container magically, and can own that key is the only thing that can open that container or close it. Ah. But in order to use the key, you, you have, have to attune to it. Attune to it, you have to be neutral or neutral evil, ah. and a follower of Mojus. Thank you for doing that for me. Oh, yes. Gross. Uh, I mean, I'll keep it in good wraps. Yes. If we didn't know you and things, I, I would not trust you with such an item, but I, I feel as though you... We'll hopefully have the the greater good in mind and can be trusted with such power. Thank you. I'll just uh, just put it in my put it in my bag. Um, I'm gonna kind of just tell them what I found. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go get the loss real quick. Okay. Oh yes, and Adolfo. So you grab them both and them down. I just go grab them. Bring it down. Um. So basically, I'm not gonna go through everything, but there's a bunch of islands that I found um, and a few that are key to what we're doing is I, I'm pretty sure I found I'm pretty sure that I found where the Isle of the Skies is um, and I kind of explained that it's in it's it's found in a, a storm and we must be lost to find it um, I also found that um, the hair again showed up and um, this tree, I described this tree. Two trunked. With Correct. two trunks. Yes. You and recognize that to be the tree from your dream. Ah. Sounds very familiar. Mm. And I already have it in there. The gauntlets, yeah. I probably would have showed... So I probably would have shown you the map that yeah. was drawn. Yeah, I would have... I didn't, but... 
I would have okay. made that known. That's not something I would try and keep secret. Okay, then I I definitely would have would have done that as well. So you're at least familiar with the map. Yep. Um, but it's ever changing. But I do believe um, that I'm going to be honest. It's going to be kind of hard for me to get lost. <laughs> wow, what a flaw you have. I, this is true. I'm not I'm not meaning that. In, I'm genuinely not trying to be cocky. I'm being serious. I've always been able to tell directions. Well, I mean, if we need to get lost, we can just knock you out. Yes. I actually have a few um, spells and things that I can do to you that will not harm you, but incapacitate you that we could... We might have to do something like that. That's what I was trying to say. But I, I do believe that a few places that we could go see is one, we could try to get lost, and two, we could explore the the Siren Sea? The Siren Sea. I believe that those would be both great starting places <clears throat> to find I, what it is that we're looking for. You know, we know that we know that Apollonia saw, uh, went, went to travel to find the Hair of Cloth, is mm-hmm. correct? Maybe we should go a... maybe we should go there first and see if, I mean, it's obviously a destination that she took. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll help us find how to get to the Isle of the Skies a little bit faster. I think that sounds good. Would I know, like, was the hair in the the Siren Seas? It was not in the Siren Seas. Okay. So, the Siren Sea is southeast. Um, and then there's sort of kind of an unexplored area of ocean between sort of the southeast sea, which is the Siren Sea, and then the Western Sea. The Western Sea is the open ocean that leads to the edge of the world. Okay. So And so if if you go west, you might hit the, the crew fixes tree. Mm-hmm. If you head south directly, is is based on all the information that you've gathered is where mm-hmm. the strand would be. And then if you head southeast, it'll take you to the Siren Sea. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So boom, boom, boom. Yep. Okay. Is Melitus... Miltus is right in the middle. Right in the middle. Oh, so if, if we were to just, we go, either just straight go straight down, down, we'd go south. No, maybe then we should go to the Isle of Skies first. Yeah. Should we go get nice and lost? Let's go get nice and lost. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys sit and discuss your plans for the impending journey, you notice as the sun begins to set behind the library outside. And as you feel the tiredness overcoming you, you each go up to your rooms. As we are uh, getting ready to go to sleep, I would like to follow Thalassa over okay. to her room and get her attention. Okay. Um, Thalassa, I would just like to apologize. I didn't mean to upset you earlier whenever I... With the key, I, it was not my intention. Uh, just merely to figure out what, what it did, what it was for. I understand the curiosity. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was not upset. More overwhelmed with an, a dark feeling that I could not rid myself of. I see. And this is why you lived myself. I apologize. I, I hope it I didn't offend. We're all on good terms. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. We have a good night. You too. As you all go to your rooms to fall asleep, you drift off. And that's where we'll end this session. Thanks for joining us this week, everybody. And we will see you next time. See you next time. We love you. Bye-bye. Do you love everything D&D? Be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for updates. We're also on Patreon, and for only two bucks a month, you can get loads of exclusive content, including our after show. Thanks, and as always, we'll catch you next week on PG D&D.